0: and welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast. I'm Josie, the host and creator. The inspiration for this podcast comes from journal entries that I kept while navigating through my separation and divorce. Each week, I read through a journal entry and then I analyze and discuss how I feel now, how I remember feeling then, and what I feel I've learned along the way. So, thank you for joining me on this journey, and I hope that you take something positive away from each episode. Now, let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm glad to have you here. And guess what? This is the 50th journal entry. We have now gone through 50 of my journal entries. I hope you have enjoyed the ride so far. I hope that I have inspired you to not feel so alone in your separation and divorce. I hope that I have helped you have a glimpse of a possible positive future. And hopefully maybe I've given you a couple laughs. If I have, that would make all of this totally worth it. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you all. So with that, let's get into today's journal entry, which is going to be for Sunday August 29th. Okay, so Guy never responded to that email, and that is cool because I did not want him to. It was about me. Also, we have not been talking much at all, only the basics. I did go over on Thursday to do my part of the cleaning, but wouldn't you know it, he still had a mess everywhere, so there was not a lot I could do. Anyway, since then, we have really not talked. He is in his new place unpacking his new life. I've been feeling a bit jealous and maybe sorry for myself. I don't know. I was having issues with school. Well, that's not right. I'm liking school and I'm doing pretty darn well, but I need money and I'm having trouble with my window, nine to 12 months. I know that I can do it and I know it will be it will go by fast. It is just that I want my own place. I want to run my own household again. I want to feel like I am in control and do not feel that here. Maybe that is a lesson I could be learning while I am here is just let go and let it be. I have been thinking about what the therapist has told me many times. He says that I piss myself off, because i keep expecting guy to do or say things that i know he would not do he is not normal he is messed up and i know that since i love him i do not want to understand that but it's true and for my own sake i need to because him being messed up means that i am okay and i did nothing so wrong to be left i was a good wife and a good mother I know I could have been better at both, but I was not bad, and I was not left because I did something wrong. I was left because Guy has some very serious issues, and he is letting them run his life. There are way too many chubby women with skinny men, and I refuse to believe that that is a good enough reason to leave someone. Not if you truly love them, and we are back to that. He did not love me Or more so, he does not know how to love, and if that is the case, then he is not the person that I want to be with for the rest of my life. I feel that I can love, hell, I can love so much that I can be selfless. Not that I will do that again, and not that I did not do it because I also like to be in control. Still, I want someone that can love me the same way. I deserve that, and they should love me for. Who I am, not what I look like. And I'm trying to make myself feel better, but my ego took a very hard hit. And what is sad is that it has been taking hit after hit after hit from him. He has been bashing me like a nail into wood, and I never saw it before. Right now, I feel like crying because I am sad that he would do that to me. I'm sad that he took such a friendly social person and turned her into an introverted hermit. I know that's a stretch, and then left her because of it. I'm upset with myself. I will not feel guilty about it because I did not see it happening, but I see it now. And like the therapist said, now I will make myself accountable because anything beyond this point that I have opened my eyes is unacceptable. It is true that I love him, and I do not feel bad about that because I can truly love But I will admit that he is wrong for me and that in the long run, he will be bad for the next person. I know that it is also an ego thing when I think that he will be happier with someone else than with me. Sure, it hurts a great deal to think that. But God willing, I also will be happier with someone that is not him. I need to not care or even think about him and what he does. And not feel sad when I think about us getting divorced. I know that after everything I have learned that he is not right for me. And that I deserve better. And that he is not going to change. I do not want to hate him even though I feel it sometimes. I just need to always remember he is broken. And due to that he can't give me what I deserve. I will remember the good times of these last eight years. And I am grateful to God for that time. It was not all bad. It really was not. But I was heading to a very bad place. And to be like mom and dad down the road, I would rather cut it quick and clean now. I think that will help us get along better for our son's sake and for our future partner's sake. Anyway, I know this takes time and I'm halfway there because it has been six months. What he did or what I let him do to my self-worth is pretty severe, but I think, no, I know that I can move past it and become even better than I was when I first met him. To start, I will be a career woman, and I am really excited about that. I know I'm getting impatient, but I feel that I know it will be a very good thing for me. And second, I will be happy and friendly again. People like to hang out with me. I have made new friends at school and I am doing well. And when I went to sell bread today and yesterday, the people were nice and I was nice and I enjoyed talking with them. I am a social person. Being with Guy did not let me be one, but I am, and I'm going to gain back what I lost and add even more great things to it. And about my weight, I know this is moving slow, but everything has its time, and I feel that there are layers, like an onion, that I need to get through before I can completely tackle that area. But I'm going to continue the gym and the eating better and make things go in the right direction. Like they say, slow and steady wins the race. Well, I like where I was coming from in this entry. Where do I start? I, I, didn't, I didn't remember, to be honest with you all. I know that I tell you that even though I have read through these journal entries in the past... Usually I start, but I don't think that I ever get this far down, and I haven't read them in a few years. So I'm not remembering, or I'm being reminded now, maybe something that I didn't really acknowledge before, that I understood that I was being emotionally, I mean, I don't—I think emotionally abused is probably too strong a word, but I was being torn down every day. I had a perspective of our breakup of of guy saying that I was I tore him down that I demasculated him that uh, uh, you know this is why he wanted to leave me because I didn't let I didn't make him feel like a man. But if you listen to yesterday's I mean not yesterday's if you listen to the last episode I do mention that I would hit below the belt. And that that was one of the things that really affected our relationship was that when I got mad, I said things in the meanest possible way. But I'm going to be honest here. This is what we're here for, right? I do feel that he, besides work, I will always give him the benefit that he did go to work. He did provide for us. He did. But even though he provided for us, he did it begrudgingly, like I will remember feeling anxious and nervous in the morning when it was time for him to wake up when the alarm went off and he would snooze it three times and then he would get up pissed and then I would have to be walking on eggshells because he was cranky in the morning and then he would be mad because he was going off to work and I was not. And he always, I always felt like he resented me for not getting up to go to work when I was doing all of the things that needed to be done in the house and taking care of our son. So yes, he brought in the money. But it wasn't, even that wasn't a peaceful thing. Going back to it, yes, I I didn't feel like he manned up. I didn't feel like he did what he needed to do as part of this partnership. Just bringing in the money was not enough. And so I feel like I'm rambling, but I know that I made him feel like he wasn't the man of the house, but he wouldn't step up to be the man of the house. So I had to be the man of the house. And then when we would fight, I would get pissed off and point out that I was being the man of the house. It was not a lie, but I didn't say it in the nicest way. But I am seeing from here that he was also tearing me down, that he was always telling me, pointing out every single flaw that I had, specifically the biggest one that, what bother him was that I was overweight and he, not that he was any sort of, you know, um, Don Juan, he didn't want to be with a fat chick, even though we were both overweight for a while. And then, uh, he started doing some sort of medical, whatever to lose weight. And I didn't, and he lost weight and I didn't. And then he would always make me feel crappy about that. And I know I've mentioned before that he at one point wrote me a letter wanting a timetable for when I was going to lose weight. Anyway, there's a lot of that backstory that I'm not gonna go into here. But what I do see is that he was always tearing me down. He was always insulting me and and, and digging at me and digging at me and it was eroding, it eroded, not it was, it totally eroded all of my self worth. I felt like I was worthless, which is why I walked away from my house because I felt like I didn't deserve it, like it wasn't mine because I wasn't the one going to work and paying for it, which is why I made so many poor choices, which is why I held on to him for so long because I felt like I had no worth and no value. And he did this to me. And I didn't notice that he did it to me. Like the therapist mentions, I didn't notice that he was ripping me apart, that he was just turning me into nothing. He was just wearing me down with all of my, all of the insults and all of the little digs at me. But then I I'm recognizing it. I'm learning it. And so I'm fighting and defending myself and saying, no, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you keep making me feel this way and I love what the therapist said and now that you know you can't if you let it happen it's on you you didn't realize that he was tearing you down slowly and slowly and slowly but now you do now you get it now you stop it and if you don't you take responsibility for it we also touch back on how I was a very happy, upbeat person. I was a social person. I was always having get-togethers and parties. And I had a whole bunch of friends. But he was... He didn't try. I mean, I tried to bring him into my circles. There were husbands that he could have like hung out with. I had friends that loved football that he could have done football things with. There were Spanish friends that liked music that he could have done stuff with. There were computer guys that he could, there were people that he could have made his own relationship with, but he didn't, he didn't try. When I would have parties, he would go and he would hide. He would go to the computer room and he would be gone. People would know that they would see him say hi for five minutes. And then if he was still around half an hour later, they would be surprised because he would just disappear. And then it got to a point where I just didn't even bother. And then I wasn't having get togethers. I wasn't having, I became an introvert like him. And then he started realizing I want more to life than just sitting here with my wife and my kid. And I wasn't doing any of those things. And then he was like, nope, this isn't going to work for me. It, it's interesting how that dynamic happened. I let him totally change me. I let him change me. And I, the person that he molded me into wasn't even a person that I liked. I mean, I didn't like that about myself, but I wasn't doing anything about it. So a lot of um, acknowledgement, a lot of uh, light bulb moments, a lot of aha moments in this letter, I mean, in this entry, where I'm seeing that there's so many things that show that we are just not compatible. So many things that show that, that being together is unhealthy for either of us. And yes, we go back to he was not healthy mentally. He had a lot of emotional damage that he didn't try to heal, that he didn't try to work through. He refused to try and work through it. He refused. And so if he didn't work through it, there was nothing I was ever going to be able to do to fix it. I could have been the perfect mother, the perfect wife, sex every night. I could have done all of those things and it would never have fixed what he had because what he had was not fixable without some major, major therapy. And that also gave me some peace in knowing that there's no, I, that was beyond my control And no matter how good of a person I could have been, how good of a wife I could have been, and I acknowledged that I wasn't perfect, that it just was not going to work out. It wasn't going to work out between us without him doing some major work on himself that he was not willing to do. I want to mention the weight again, because it is a running theme on here. I was a little over 200 pounds, I think. I actually remember that one day I got on the scale and I passed 200 pounds. And I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to even mention that to him, but when I told him that I had passed 200, I I still can close my eyes and remember the look on his face and he was so disgusted. He was so disgusted. And (laughs) I don't know why I told him. I'll subconsciously, I mean, I wasn't expecting a positive reaction, so I don't even know why I did it subconsciously. It must've been something I'm, I really feel that I was using my weight as a weapon. I was using my weight as a shield against, um, uh, more sexual advances and more sexual suggestions or, or putting me in more uncomfortable sexual situations And I also just feel like maybe if I was hot, all these other things that he wasn't happy about, he would deal with. And that's not why I wanted him to be with me. And I feel this way because while I'm still dealing with him, I'm not losing the weight. While there's still a a chance that we are going to get back together, I'm not losing the weight. It was like a self-sabotage thing because once we divorced... Once we officially broke up, once I knew we were over, I do lose the weight and, and pretty well too. And I think in my mid thirties is when I looked the best and this was after we were broken up. So I really think that it was a shield that I used. So I, I say this because I think it's important if you're listening to this and you're overweight and maybe you're having these issues uh, in your relationship to analyze yourself maybe it is as simple as i just love cupcakes and i refuse to stop eating cupcakes maybe but but maybe there's something deeper in there maybe there's something else and and take the time to analyze and think about it and think on it and maybe you'll learn something that will help you decide to lose weight or say you know what whatever i realized is the reason i'm happy and i don't i'm not going to change or lose weight for anybody now, I, for myself, I wanted to lose the weight. I didn't want to look the way I looked. I didn't feel comfortable. I was uncomfortable. I was unhappy for myself, not because a man didn't want me, but because I, I, I wanted to have more pride in myself. But there are very happy, chubby women that look great, that can rock it, and so, Cool. Do you, do not lose weight or gain weight or any of those for anybody else but for yourself. And all I ask is that you analyze why you choose to do the things that you do. And once you do that, if you're happy with what you have learned about yourself, then cool. That's all that really matters. At the end of the day, that is all that really matters. Because like I said, um, in the journal entry, there are plenty of skinny men with chubby women. There's plenty of chubby women there's plenty of skinny women with chubby men and there's plenty of chubby people living happily together. So we don't need to fit anybody's mold. We just need to make sure that the mold we're in is the mold that we want to be in and that we're happy in. In closing, I'll just say that I I felt like this entry was another step in the right direction. I'm glad that I acknowledge even though in many recent entries, I've been saying how much I hate him and I hate him. I'm again coming to a place where I don't want to hate him. We did have some good years. We did have some good times. We did. And that's what I'll take with me to the, not take it with me so that I feel guilty and sad and why did this? No, but you know, I'm not going to say that those eight years were a complete waste of my life. I won't. And I say that because even though I might not have been blissfully happy all the time. I have good memories. We did things. I was able to stay home and raise my son, which I may not have been able to do in any other situation. And for that alone, it was well worth it. So it wasn't a horror show all of the time. And I acknowledge that. And I will take the good times, put them in a box, and just move on from there. All right, thanks again for listening. Thanks again for spending time with me and for sharing in my journey. I hope that all of this is helpful to you in some sort of way. And as always, you can reach out to me if you want to talk more, or talk more in detail. I have a Facebook group now for heavy pages. Just look it up and come join me. And I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts or comments, critiques, um, or just, you know, help you in any sort of thing that you might need. Okay, so we'll stop there and bye for now. And that wraps up this week's episode. As always, thanks for listening. If you would like to reach out to me and share your thoughts and opinions or comments and concerns, you can always do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you haven't rated and subscribed or shared this podcast with others, I encourage you to do so. I hope you have a wonderful day and a great rest of the week. Until next time. Bye for now.